I, I don't want to eliminate it just just for that, but like, I definitely eliminate shit for the bracket sometimes. I know, I know. I, you're just such a puritan in comparison to me. So. Pure purity. Hello and welcome back to the Mo Video Games Podcast. Today is an exciting day because it's the first day that we are posting YouTube content with our podcast. It is a video of us, and that is it. However, you get to see all of the crazy body language, the grit, the human emotion that is shared between us. And if you're not watching it on YouTube currently, check us out on youtube it's mo video games and if you're watching us on youtube for the first time you can check us out on podcast services and instagram at mo video games but otherwise today's a juicy one we got some big heavy hitters we got tough decisions to make stick around grab a coffee and enjoy the podcast sponsored by the john cena theme song yeah Yeah. that's why i poured mine in the mug yeah i don't want to seem like a corporate sellout day one you yeah. got you got Nintendo. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, I guess to be fair, I got D Ball Z, so I, I wanna I do wanna confirm we are for sure not sponsored by Duncan, nor do I think we ever will be. They are the worst. <laughs> Why would you put this in our first video? They're gonna be like, we gotta go through to make sure that uh they haven't said anything bad about us. And then the first video that they watch. <laughs> Wait, like, you think we'll actually get sponsored by Duncan? <laughs> no, but you made sure it's happening by putting that in right there. That's true. I cannot edit this out in post. Nope. The second day, I so the, the fun thing about YouTube, I can edit this out too, um, is that you can go in and edit out parts of your video even after it's been uploaded and no one will know. Um, so if we do get approached by Duncan, I'll just go back and edit this part out and no one will ever know. And then when we get approached by YouTube, you'll edit that part out as well. <laughs> Wait, I'm not saying anything bad about YouTube. I think YouTube's great. You can sponsor us, YouTube. <laughs> Let us post our content for free. Oh, we're sponsored. That's true. <sighs> All right, Duncan's not that bad. Maxwell does love to shit on Duncan. I I love to poo-poo on the service that is poo-poo that we have been getting lately. That we always get. Yeah. I'm and, still trying to tell you. Unless you're in Iowa. No, if you're in like the like on the road going to Coralville, that's yeah. literally the only. Yeah. If you're in between two cities in Iowa, that are semi-large for Iowa, you get the best Dunkin' experience. Tony G, God bless. God bless, bless up. Not religious on this podcast, but for Tony G, I'm anything. <laughs> <sighs> Tech news. Tech news. <clears throat> so. It still sounds like the John Cena theme song. I don't know. If well, that that sing. time was the okay. John Cena, but again, unintentionally. Um, <laughs> I still was trying to sing "Funky One." <laughs> I, I don't even remember how that goes now. I almost had it, and then you sang that, and now my mind is. <laughs> I'm sorry. Sponsored by Nintendo. Blank. Um, but yeah, tech news. Um, PS Five is. There's more news, as always. Fifth gen. Yeah. I, I had to do the math in my head. Um, PS1? <laughs> PS2? <laughs> I guess it depends on how you feel about the PS4 Pro and whether or not you consider that a gen. That's not a gen. I mean, yeah, you'd be wrong if you did, but I just said it depends. <laughs> All right, there we go. Um, But yeah, so they have... Oh, <laughs> 
Duncan sponsored us. They, uh, I remember, what, what is the PS5 news this week? Oh, so they, like, finally, like, released the embargo on, like, all of the PS5 reviews, um, <clears throat> which is pretty, I mean, meh, honestly, like, it's just, like, I, I haven't learned anything new, um, about it, and I haven't gotten any more or less hyped, um, so. I'm shocked. It's probably just a bunch of people saying what you probably already knew, and then just saying it's good. Yeah. Wow. Next gen of gaming. This is incredible. <clears throat> this is going to change the landscape of gaming forever. Let me let me think of a generation I haven't heard that be said. This is going to change everything. It's almost like time progresses and we make better technology. But I want to be clear that Super Mario 64 did change the game. That's true. I will give you that I mean, one. In 3D, that's wild. And that's that's not r slash s. A big... Slash dot com. A big jump, not just like some foofy just next gen i don't know yeah just they like, added sure. a dimension <laughs> literally 150 percent of the dimensions that were there previously and if we're counting fun 200 <laughs> <laughs> percent but with the new dual sense controller they have it's gonna now, change the game <laughs> they have quadrupled the senses you're using when you play um one one video that was interesting so digital foundry check them out they're awesome um they posted a video uh, regarding backwards compatibility. And Xbox, since they announced the Series X, has been all about talking about backwards compatibility. And like mm. they're very much like we're one console ecosystem. You play it on one, you can play it on all. Um, but PS5 has been very quiet about it. But they actually started playing, booting up PS4 games on the PS5. And games that don't exclusively have... Um, or, or have, like, announced PS5 patches, essentially just booting up the PS4 game on the PS5 to see how it would run better. And almost across the board, I mean, just getting, like, easy 60 frames per second um, solid in games that would um, either 30 frames per second before or an unlocked would hit, like, maybe 40 or 50 or something like that, just hitting a consistent locked 60 frames mm. per second. Um, so that's pretty cool. So backwards compatibility, I think... It's there. It's there. It's for there. at least a gen. And like I said, if, you, if you're mad about it not having PS3 backwards compatibility, the DualSense, although it cannot connect to the PS4, connects to the PS3. So there's your backwards compatibility. <laughs> Doesn't the PS3 also suck dong? Well, it sucked dong to <laughs> develop for. Um, but it was actually a pretty powerful console. Um, I remember it being a powerful console. I still remember it sucking dong. Just because it's powerful doesn't mean it has good games and are a good catalog. Well, like so, it, it right. had a bad launch because it they they launched it at like six hundred dollars, um, and a big reason for that was because they literally included two consoles in one. They had a a PS2 motherboard inside the PS3 console to account for backwards compatibility. That was genius. how they tackled genius. It. <laughs> like it can be backwards compatible if we just include the PS2. Um, and it didn't take them very long to realize their mistake and release a PS3 that didn't have the built-in PS2 backwards compatibility. Um, and uh, I think there was a couple other things. Um, but yeah, they, they dropped the cost down, but the launch was rough because of that. And because they switched to the cell architecture um, for the PS3, it was a headache to develop for. So it took until like the second half to latter part of the generation for people to actually start developing good games. Um, for the PS3. So by the, by the end of the generation, I mean, you had like The Last of Us um, or Last of Us. 
the Fast and the Furious, um, the Ohio State. Um, but <laughs> choose your adventure. <laughs> um, but that's the. Yeah, that, that's that's the story of the PS3. Like, Xbox 360 won that gen. Oh, I mean, yeah, hands, hands down. down. Wait, like a smash. AKA the PS3 sucks. <laughs> if that's your definition of suck, for yeah, sure. I'd say the X-Bone sucks. I mean, like, I don't know why you wouldn't get a PS4. But at this point, because we get this generational leap. Um, yeah, it's been back and forth. It's going to be interesting to see what happens this generation. It seems like both companies have very compelling offerings, um, finally. So Yeah, I mean, it is nice that it does feel like it's not direct competition as much as it's just like we're just going to try to hit different parts of the market. Choose your own adventure. <laughs> at the Ohio State University. Um, so, yeah, it'll be interesting to see. But, yeah, I definitely felt like the PS3 seemed like a flop. The Xbox... I just thought it was the ugliest thing ever. Maybe it was good. I like the PS2 better, so. Xbox was like, what if we gave you a tank to put inside <laughs> of your house? The, the PlayStation 2, they were like, we can actually make this console pretty fucking small. Hey, Dwayne The Rock Johnson um, helped unveil. Xbox. <laughs> <laughs> he's the only person who could pick it up. Yeah, he's the only one. He, he personally delivered every Xbox, and then you never moved it. Um, especially the original. I don't remember... Or I don't, I don't know if you remember the original, original Xbox controller, the Duke. Um, <laughs> no. Was a behemoth. Um, since this is now a video, I will throw up an image of the Duke. No. I don't know why I did that yeah. motion. <laughs> um, but yeah, it is. It's wild. Actually, I'm going to look up an image right now because this is real-time ray tracing. Show me. Oh, sorry, Jojo. I'm gonna get like yelled at for cat abuse. <laughs> Look at this perfection, though. Look at this little angel, huh? Toto, you want pets? I don't know if you know what you want. Jojo. Oh, perfection. There you go. Look at that angry, angry tail. Who's <laughs> got an angry tail? Why is it so hard to find? image of this it's such a meme you got an angry tail it's because they they the problem is they came out and they like remade the original um xbox controller but like modernized it so it can be used with current consoles so now everything i'm finding is the new like version of uh, it i just want to see the original oh that is the ugliest controller I've this ever this i think is it yeah, that is the ugliest controller I've ever seen in my life. Yeah, also only liftable by Dwayne The Rock Johnson. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, no. But that's, yeah, that's that's, that's PS5. Um, it releases this Thursday. The new Xbox consoles release on Tuesday. Um, so we already know which stands better. Wait, this true. Tuesday? Is the Xbox releasing earlier or after? Earlier. Okay. Yeah. I first is the I, worst, second's the best. Well, I don't I, I was when you said Tuesday, I thought I, I thought you were trying to say the Tuesday after. Oh. I got confused. You're jumping backwards and, and chronological. <laughs> <laughs> that it's called storytelling. <laughs> and you go backwards. You, you tell the twist at the beginning and then you explain how you got there. So it keeps them compelled. <laughs> yeah. Um I, I don't read books, so 
if i if i'm bad at storytelling that's why i've never read a story i mean i just read them like uh what i don't even know what eastern countries but you know right to left instead of left to right oh yeah yeah yeah. but that might just be the text on the page is that actually the pages too well i thought that some like manga manga well i think hebrew is um you you read right to left but are the pages you know what i'm saying like oh like, like you still read it front like turn but then you're reading right to left i don't know yeah, like you read from the back cover. What would you call the back cover? Yeah. Because we Americans, we're right. Well, I mean, you could be American and still read right to left. No. That's true. <laughs> I'm an <laughs> I've tried. Um, but yeah, let us know in the comments. Um, where, how do you read? Are you Canadian? Um, yeah, Canadians probably read right to left as they're drinking <laughs> maple syrup. That's all they do. In Toronto. Eating sliced ham. I do have to say Speaking of Canada, um, in the most recent episode of, or video, I should say, of The Throttle House on YouTube, um, James Inglesman, who, I mean, he's not a Canadian native, um, but he lives in Toronto, and he pronounces it Toronto. Did he say anything about it, or did he just say Toronto? No, he just said Toronto, because it was so normal for him to pronounce the T as a Canadian that he didn't think anything of it. Well, the only person I know from Toronto said that the way that you can tell if someone has never been or is from Toronto is the T. So, sounds like James Engelman is not a native for sure. <laughs> I mean, do I care? No. Have I pretty much always said Toronto? Yes. Is that just because I'm lazy and just say things how I heard them the first time and probably just go with that? Yeah. Yeah. And I mean, I mean, did I even notice I did it before? No. <laughs> I'm like, what the hell are you talking about? I, using James as an example was bad too, because yeah, he's English. He's not Canadian. So. Yeah. James Pumphrey, right? Yeah. James. James Bond. All my three favorite car guys. <laughs> I mean, yeah. He's got all those Aston Martins, baby. <sighs> tech news. Tech, news, great. tech I, news. I don't got anything else. We got, oh, I guess Ryzen 5000 series benchmarks um, are out there. and They look crazy. They demolished Intel. It's just, it's just all, I, I have such a hard time. I'm sorry. I have such a hard time getting hype on anything because every gen is just like, it's the same shit just done over and over and over again. And I mean, I understand that like, you know, that like in a consumerist market or whatever you want to call it, that's how it's going to be. But I just can't get behind it. To be fair, I am probably going to buy the 5600. That's the game plan. Sounds like you're getting high. <laughs> <laughs> um, that was really loud. Sorry. The good news <laughs> oh, is. Oh, wait, the compressor. The compressor. <laughs> <laughs> um i'll probably get the what 5600 and then the b550 or whatever the this yeah that's i'm planning on getting that the new call of duty game is coming out within the week or something like that yeah um, yeah it comes out yeah with all the new gen console all that crap yeah yeah so i'll probably get those two to uh play with a friend back home um shout out <laughs> make sure you free up 230 gigabytes of space uh yeah i've been thinking about my storage solution and how adequate it is <laughs> i mean honestly at this point i only play league so i let's be realistic i have a 250 boot drive so league in my os takes no more generous no more than 80 and then i have a terabyte drive for my games which leaves me with roughly what like uh 1170 gigabytes left to store <laughs> for things that i <laughs> don't use on a regular basis so yeah i think i'm good 
I'm trying to think of the last game. I guess I played like Phasmophobia. What? That's got to be maybe like five gigs. Yeah. And then uh, Among Us, which is literally in the order of megabytes. <laughs> yep. Yep. <laughs> so I got like, well, actually, you no, could no. you could download two Call of Duties. <laughs> I might even be able to download three. Um. So yeah, I'm I, I'm actually pretty excited to see what they do with it. I have not followed any of the details. I just hear essentially conflicting information all the time about it. So I'm excited to see what happens. I thought it was supposed to be a Blops One remake, and then it sounds like it wasn't supposed to be a Blops One remake. I don't know. Oh, it's yeah, it's for sure a brand new game. Yeah, I don't know why. I heard for like months on it that it's going to be a Blops remake, but I don't yeah, know. I don't know, either. I don't know who is smoking that bread. Let me put it that way. <laughs> so yeah, yeah it's uh, what like the freaking fourth game in the blob series now yeah i don't i, think, I don't know fourth or fifth, something like that i don't pay attention i just am looking for cross-platform games because i still have some strictly console friends plebs i mean that's okay that's i mean i'm excited about con- i love consoles i know you do <laughs> it's hard to tell though you aren't a tech tuber so that's true i'm not sure if i'm fully convinced disclaimer uh also i was after we discussed the knights of the old republic while i was um working at home i decided to throw on some gameplay and watch about four hours of it and i'm not gonna lie man i definitely had some hesitations on whether or not picking portal 2 was the right move i forgot how nasty fire flames it is i'm not gonna video games first i know (laughs) We never regret our decisions. We never said no takesies backsies, so <laughs> that is true. We did never say it's I think I'll still stick with Portal 2. Because realistically, even though I really want to play Coder again, I'm just not gonna slice out the time where I could knock out Portal 2 in like a Saturday afternoon. Yeah. Um so for the sake of keeping it easy to talk about, and I'm really tired of talking about very old games, which probably will influence the majority of my decisions going on, so maybe my bracket won't be as exciting. But uh yeah, it, it definitely, I forgot, I definitely over-exaggerated how bad the other people's AI were, like the AI in your team. There were times mm-hmm. where I definitely did control them in fights, but I was probably just really bad at the game too, which is probably why I did do it. Um, you said it was turn-based combat? It's turn-based, but I forgot how, like, if you're only controlling one person, then it's not an issue. Because if you're controlling all three people, to queue up three people's commands all at once, it's kind of hard to stick up with it. Yeah. But the way that it like they do it in the real-time combat, you can queue up your next three attack moves in combat for someone, too. So okay. you can be like, I mean, like just like basic, like normal uh, heavy attack, and then they have like a flurry or something like that if you're a melee. So, yeah, the video I was watching, this dude was doing all the dark things, and I like always have such a hard time i have to like tell myself like i'm going to do the dark things and be the bad person because i'm just like such a sucker so uh yeah like every time you picked it like everything was cringe like there was this guy who uh almost got killed because these uh this guy owed a debt so these bounty hunters came up and would be like you need to give us these credits or we'll kill you so then you kill the bounty hunters and you're like you need to give me the credits or i'm gonna kill you and i'm like dude why did you even kill them (laughs) I was like so cringe while I was watching it. It felt so bad, but yeah, that's just yeah. I'm just weak. I'm weak internally, is all I'm learning. So I think you need to play Infamous Second Son. I know. I was just thinking of that while I was talking about it. So yeah, we we will see. I definitely do enjoy exploring the dark path, just because it's something that I feel a lot of people I know don't play the dark path. It honestly seems mostly like a thing that gamers who really like the game and want to explore the other part of the game tend yeah. to do. Um, 
I think like Fallout seemed to be one of the games that seemed maybe a little bit more uh, like agnostic or whatever you want to call it with the approach just because the game was already so like Mimi and Trolly and Gory. Right. Like that was kind of already like the the style of the game in the first place. So I think there was a lot more people yeah. who did explore the dark side of that, especially just because the VAT system just made everything so over the top glory or g- glorious. <laughs> glory and glorious. Oh, God. Um, oh, <laughs> um, oh, man. No, Garen. No, Garen. <laughs> uh, yeah. So. But yeah, past that, most most people I know that end up doing the dark side are just because they want to explore the other parts of the game, which I think is cool. It's like another half of the game to experience. So it's definitely something I try to be a little more prone to doing. But mm-hmm. I mean, it feels good to help people out. <laughs> Every time I feel rewarded, I'm like, I did do the right thing. Thank you. Especially when the game tells you you did. It's like the dumbest like dopamine slap to the head. It's just like, you did something good. And I'm like, thanks, bro. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, I think it says positive things about society that we all feel uncomfortable doing bad things, even in a video game. Yeah. Also just says that we're weak. Weak. That's we're, right. We're, we're, Embrace we're, the darkness. I mean, we're weak sheeple for sure. Like, the sheeple is definitely real, but... But it's I mean, it's good to be a sheep when the sheep are good. I don't know how good I think the sheep are, but... <laughs> um, Yeah, what else was I going to say? No, not my name. Might have been it. But yeah, so either way, Coder looked fire. It was actually really interesting to watch. Um, yeah, I... <laughs> yeah, if you watch the video, if you just search gameplay commentary, just... just, just It's only 16 hours. <laughs> That's it. I got through You four. could play the game, or you could watch the entire thing. Yeah, I definitely was never able to beat the game that fast, so I don't know exactly how they did that, but they definitely skipped a lot of things that I normally do. That's all? Okay. Oh, also I was learning yesterday I was playing League and decided I was going to play a new champ who is very immobile and squishy and then learned when the other team has two global ultimates to hunt you down at any given time to never do that. And only because you mentioned Garen. Mitch was playing Garen top and Mitch was having an absolute heyday because it's Garen and he's a pog champ. Um... And then literally, I was like up four kills, just demolishing my lane opponent. And then level six has occurred. And then every every like five seconds, yeah, like Nocturne <laughs> is zooming halfway across the map, and then TF's ulting in as well. And it's just like essentially as soon as ulti was up, Nocturne was like, "Oh, my R button's ready to press." Um, <laughs> so yeah, that it, it was. I did so well for the first like fifteen minutes, and then I absolutely got my butt cheeks reverberatingly smacked so <laughs> it was it was miserable i i did not play another game after that i got off i was like i'm done <laughs> we done, i'm done. done i got my, my booty cheeks hammered so so yeah don't don't just ban nocturne actually don't actually he's not that good just play garen really is what i'm trying to say he can hold the world up so um also one more tech news thing um <laughs> boo doop boo doop boop <laughs> that, that was like a combination of notes <laughs> that made a melody. Um, Mass Effect Trilogy Remaster officially sucks. announced. Oh, sorry. Wait, what? I said sucks. I mean, it probably will. It's made by EA, but... It wasn't all Mass Effect made by EA? Uh, I don't, I don't remember if the original three were... The, the most recent one, Andromeda, is the one that was terrible and received terribly. But the first three games, everyone loves to death. Well, I know that. I think that they're all 
it was all like I I could not get through it. It was just too it was too much. It's way too thick of a game. Interesting. Yeah, I, I like like I was on like the first like tutorial planet and then I was like I've been playing for 60 fucking hours just reading storyline right now. Like if I want to read a fucking book, then I'll read a fucking book. <laughs> Jesus Christ, that's how it felt. It was just like I there was no action in that game for me. I know there's a lot more. I think I was just playing it wrong, but that's what's called being dumb. So I guess that's the curse I yeah, live first with. mission is leave tutorial plan. And I was like, I just can't get off of it. Timmy keeps talking to me. So yeah, I I mean, it wasn't that bad. But I definitely, it just felt like such a slow paced game. And there was so much dialogue. And so, so little action. And I was so not about it. I was like, if I want to be on a planet with aliens, I'm just going to play freaking Halo. And that way I get to shoot people all the time. <laughs> Like that's what I want to do when I'm playing the game. I'm not trying to chill and make combo with you. So that's that's, we've learned Oliver's true feelings. I mean, it's one of the games where it just like when I'm like talking to these AIs and stuff like that, it just like this is that is one of the things that I'm just like I should be talking to real people and not AI. Like there's no reason that uh, I should be. It's just one of those like time wasting things that I just have a really hard time justifying. So it's like, or if I'm going to be doing that, then I should be reading a book. There's just things that I think are just more worthwhile. Um, and even though it's illogical to think that, that's still hardwired into me and very hard for me to convince myself otherwise. So it like, doesn't matter if it is or is not true. It is just how I perceive it. And I have difficulties handling it, which is why I stopped playing. <laughs> <laughs> so it does seem like a fire flames game. Fire flames. <laughs> it's a fuego. Fire flames. Fire flames. Um, so yeah, it'll be interesting to see how the remaster. Yes. Yeah. It's called like the legendary edition, I think. Um, <laughs> They have the dumbest uh, names for this yeah. shit. Call of Duty Infinite Warfare. <laughs> Call of Duty Infinity. Edge. Infinite. If we do big words, legendary, glorious. Then it'll be cool. But yeah, it's. I think it's all three games remastered in one. Coming spring 2021. So if you like the Mass Effect games or have been interested in checking them out after such a glowing <laughs> recommendation, um, give it a roll. I have not. Everyone that knows that has played them loves them. Other than me, but I don't know me, so everyone I know. <laughs> uh, yeah, so that's what's up. All right, video, video, Jaime's. On today's game tier list, Maxwell's talking about. We got, I mean, as we know, we're in the next tier of games. <laughs> we're two. getting into the Fire Flames. Tier two, <laughs> the Fuego. We got we got another man. There are some bangers right now. I do not know what I'm going to choose between these two. I think I do. I actually do. <laughs> I actually do. Maybe <laughs> we'll see. You decide, but I will. So, but you tell me in the comments if you agree with me. Game number one, Dying Light. Well, I know which one wins. I don't care what's going up against it. Do you know what's going up against it? No. Okay, I'll, I'll wait until I get through this game to tell you then. Okay, Keep that's fine. On the edge of your seat. I see you. You leaning over. You excited? <laughs> Trying to look at Chocho because she's looking at me. Chocho, he's reviewing. Distract the people so that they're entertained. Hi, Chocho. Dying light is a survival horror game developed mm-hmm. by Techland, who is the developer of Dead Island, which is a game that is similar in style to Dying Light. Um, it's published by Warner Bros. Interactive Entertainment for the PC, PS4, X-Bone, as we so lovingly call it. 
for January, for January, they gave it to the month of 2015. <laughs> so after Techland completed their um, development of Dead Island um, back in like 2011, 2012, they started development for Dying Light. Um, and at the time, so Deep Silver was the publisher for Dead Island. And the creative director of Techland, um, trying to remember his name if I put it in the old Naughty Boys here, um, might not have. But either way, the, the director at Techland was like, hey, we feel like Deep Silver didn't give us enough creative freedom to do what we want, so we're going to part ways with them. That's when Warner Bros. came on to publish Dying Light and gave Techland essentially complete creative freedom over the game. Um which is pretty cool. So they they started the development, and originally they were planning on releasing the game as like a cross-gen title, um, PS3, Xbox 360, and PS4, Xbox One. Um, and as they were going through and the stuff they wanted to do, especially um, the introduction of a parkour mechanic, um, they realized that the previous consoles didn't have enough power to power their visions. Or, as the new Xbox slogan is, power their dreams. Um so that, that's when they, they, they changed it over to essentially a strictly PS4, Xbox One, um, and PC uh, title. Um, it's but on PC? It is, yeah. Wow. I should get it. Yeah. You should play the, the DLC, the following. All right, dude. Come on. <laughs> not now. Um, but so if you're not familiar with Dead Island or Dying Light, um, it's, a, it's a zombie, like, post-apocalyptic world. You play as Kyle Crane. Um, you're this like undercover operative who's dropped into the city of Haran, um, which has been taken over by this mysterious viral outbreak um, that's causing all this zombification. And you work for the Global Relief Effort, or GRE, um, who is trying to provide aid to the people of Haran um, who, who are currently quarantined because of the zombie outbreak. Um, and like like Trump level quarantine, like literally a wall. Essentially yeah, yeah, yeah. You cannot city. escape. Yeah, um, there is there is no. It's like a super massive wall with like barbed wire, whatever at the top. And then when you try to swim out, there's just an invisible wall. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> but it's there all the same. Um, and uh, yeah, so the the reason that you're dropped in as an undercover operative is raise or rise um the the main baddie um he's like a a political figure gone rogue and he has some documents that um could damage the reputation of the gre so you're brought in infiltrate and find the documents take care of them for the gre um and and through the course of the game different things happen i won't spoil any twists and turns that happen but that's kind of the main plot and the driving force um of the game and the actual gameplay mechanics you it's so it's very so Dead Island was a zombie game, but it was a lot of just running around um, and you had uh, melee weapons was kind of the big thing. But it was lots of different types of melee weapons. So you'd have hammers, wrenches, machetes, um, all that kind of stuff. But then you could add modifiers to them. So you could electrify them. You could add poison, flames, crazy stuff like that. And that carries over into Dying Light. But then they added parkour. And so originally... They were trying to go for Mirror's Edge type parkour system where it kind of, re- <coughs> excuse me, where it relies on like hooks and you like like throwing something to kind of attach to different points. But what they soon realized was it was incredibly difficult to implement. Essentially, they'd be placing like different hooks 
um, throughout the game world. But then if you had to change the position of one, it like affected all of them for some reason. Mm. I don't know. It was kind of what they were saying in a report. Um, and it was just yeah, incredibly tedious. So one of the developers um, created a system called natural movement and it essentially analyzed the entire game world and determined what surfaces could be considered climbable and recognize them as hooks so essentially just made kind of like assassin's creed every every surface that you could theoretically climb is now climbable um but again going through that there were still a lot of bugs it was still kind of computationally expensive um and so it took them some time to kind of refine it and get it down and a lot of their development time was spent around parkour so much so that they brought on see if i can find the notes in here chad mcchattingston um i mean basically what is his name? Oh, David Bell, um, like the pioneer of parkour. Um, they brought him on as a consultant to make sure that all of the movements and animations in the game were somewhat realistic. Um, and they also brought on like Krav Maga specialists for the actual combat, both with the like melee combat, but then you also have like kicks and jumps and shoves and all that kind of stuff. So they definitely wanted to ground it in reality and they wanted it to be a little bit more of a serious tone than Dead Island, which was a little bit more of a, a wacky um, game. But yeah, it that's essentially what Dying Light is. It was received, um, oh, an, I guess another cool point. The game's level designer was an actual like practicing or had practiced um being a building architect um, and was responsible for creating the history of Haran and then use that history to influence the architecture um, of the the game world um, to get kind of rooted in reality, which I thought was kind of a cool little detail. Um, And then we, Oliver and I at least have a special place in our heart for the composer of the music, um, Powell, I, I'm not even going to attempt to pronounce the last name. Do you know how to pronounce the last name? Blazovic or something like that? It's like Blazchak. Yeah, but I think it's like pronounced funky in comparison to how it looks. For sure. There's a lot of Z's in it. It's all Z's. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, no. Um, but yeah, he the, the, the soundtrack in this game is responsible for like... I think maybe we would attribute like 90% of the feeling and environment in the game. Like it just, they, he said when he was composing that as opposed to other horror games that typically go for like a spooky, sometimes more intense effect, he wanted it to be sad um, and thought that was more indicative of the world they were trying to create and what an actual apocalypse would be like and nailed it. Go check it out if you can. Look up the Dying Light soundtrack um, on the YouTube, something along those lines, because we're sponsored by YouTube. That's true. Um, but overall, the uh, game, it was like good reviews. It's like 74 to 75 on Metacritic. Um, it's disgraceful. The, it was essentially gameplay good, story bad. Is like Which is false. Gameplay I, great, story great. <laughs> the story is... I think as a lot of um, reviews called it, I agree with that. They called it serviceable, where it wasn't bad that it like took away from the game, but it did not add anything to it. Yeah, I scared you. I'm sorry, baby. You want a booty poke? You want a booty poke? Ta-ta. Murder! She did not want a booty poke. <laughs> No, she never likes booty poke. Jojo, you perfect. Okay, cool, cool. 
I don't know. I think that's. I still think that's a little. I don't think the story is. I guess maybe serviceable is okay. I thought it was good. I enjoyed it through. I think serviceable is pretty harsh. Give it like a seven. I give the story a seven. I'd give the gameplay for the time like a ten. Nine point eight because I sweat when I say ten. <laughs> uh. I don't know. Yeah, I, I just I I still think that's low. I would I, I think like mid eighties would be much more appropriate in my eyes and how I feel about it. But I also think I, that I can agree. I I I can see that. I soundtrack slippity slapped. The environment slippity slapped. Um <laughs> So essentially all of like the it's not world building, but yeah, essentially everything that they did to set up the environment and the tone of the game is to me what makes it great. And that's what like makes it compelling to play because it does just feel it, there's nothing there's never a moment when i'm playing it that i'm like this seems unreasonable for uh zombie apocalypse where sometimes it's like sometimes zombie games just feel like you just took the normal world and threw zombies in and didn't like adjust any of like people's reactions or like what the world's actually gonna look like right they're yeah. like oh there's a zombie apocalypse so we lit one car on fire in the front and then we just changed the people and we're calling a zombie <laughs> game <laughs> um so I don't I don't know yeah the way that they like set up the whole whole world and then I mean like the parkour mechanics were I thought overall pretty easy to pick up there was definitely a little bit of like finessing to them um, but very rarely was I ever frustrated with them like I, I just thought that I thought most of the gameplay experience was incredibly smooth so yeah I don't know I I, I would give it mid eighties I don't know if I'd give it much but personally I'd give it an eleven hundred <laughs> out of seven. <laughs> I, I forgot to mention the namesake of the game. It's called Dying Light, and it is because it has a day-night cycle. And it, it I think one reviewer classified it as two games in one, um, which is also true. So during the daytime, the, the zombies are much weaker. Um, the, the UV like weakens them. They're more lethargic. It's a lot easier to avoid them, run away from them. They've been smoking that bread in the day. That's true. But nighttime rolls around and it gets intense. So all zombies, so there's multiple different kinds of zombies, but they all get more powerful, more agile, um, able to like climb up walls and stuff now. Um, they hurt more, but then they introduce volatiles, which are, they are... Volatile. Yeah, they're terrifying. They are huge behemoths that are incredibly difficult to kill, incredibly fast, um, so they, they put so much attention to them on your mini map. You can actually see like the volatiles cone of view so yeah. you can avoid it and not get spotted. Cause when you do, your option is essentially get the hell out of there. Yeah. It reminds me of like old stealth games. I'm trying to think of what, what other games use the cone of, uh, vision. I don't think that Metal Gear Solid ever showed the cone of vision. I definitely can hear the Metal Gear Solid, like, you've been caught sound, though, yeah. when the volatiles go. They could have put that in, and I would not have been mad. <laughs> um, maybe it was Metal Gear Solid, though. Yeah, I don't know. There's definitely, like, a couple games in, like, mid-2000s that use the cone, and I hadn't seen the cone for a long time. Ice yeah. cream or not, <laughs> hadn't seen it. Um, but, yeah, so that is cool. And they're equal lengths. It's, it's not, like, a shorter night cycle. Like, it is... Yeah. The same amount of daytime as nighttime. And you can you can always like uh you can always sleep to get to the next part of the cycle that you want to. So if you want to play cuz you get more rewards for doing I mean just basic 
you know, gamification, right? Like you get more for being out at night and doing things. So you get more XP and like better loot, yada, yada, yada. So yeah, I thought the volatiles are like, if you want to get your blood pumping, you go out and you fuck with the volatiles. That's what I did for sure. So yeah, that's, yeah, yeah, I liked it a lot. And it was, yeah, it was just, yeah. Game, game's just good. It's a good game. Good game. It, it, it is. It, it is a great game. Um, and remember now, like the whole day night cycle, that's just, I think they did that incredibly well. Yeah, that's, I just, I feel like their execution through and through was just really clean. Um, I like, like I said, I understand that the story complains, but the fact the rest of it was so compelling and I still enjoy going back and playing it with how just clean it is. And it's still, I mean, how many years was it since it was released? Uh, it was 2015, so it's actually coming up on six years because it was January of 2015. So yeah, yeah. So six years later, and I still find it to be. It still looks great in my opinion. Um, yeah, and it's still fun to play. So and they they've released um, quite a bit of content, in, including the DLC, the following, um, <laughs> uh, which is like a full full expansion. Um, very decent sized game they introduce like a little buggy you drive around it's much more like open farm side so there's like the slums is the first area in haran which is like a like old favela like cities like lots of houses and buildings you can jump and run across and then there's old town um which kind of looks like gosh it, they, they they're a i think polish um development team as you could probably tell by the names of some of the people that we can't pronounce um but they 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 are designed old town to kind of look like the city where they're located as a development team um but yeah then the following is like all open farmland very widespread um super interesting but uh yeah i played it because of you um you when i was around the time i was convincing you to get the ps4 (laughs) And you were super hyped on Dying Light, as we mentioned the previous time we spoke about this game. And I I was never one to play scary games, and I, I had played the demo for it, and was like, nope, never again. Because you get in like one volatile chase, and I was like, I I my blood is pumping too hard. I will have a heart attack if I continue to play this. Um, but you you gave me the courage. Game slabs. That game and the. Uh... 80D best titles on the PS4 ever. So, here's the game it's going up against. Minecraft. <laughs> I mean, that is juicy, but that is just like a dumb comparison to make in the first place. I don't know what a good comparison is to make. Yeah, I mean, I can I'm... think of, like God of War and Horizon Zero Dawn are similar enough that would be a good comparison. The thing is is like I I could pretty much argue I mean, maybe not convincingly to some people, but in my to myself, I could pretty much argue that Minecraft is the greatest game ever fucking created, hands down. Um, sorry, Adam, I know you hate that game with a passion. <laughs> I'm sure it's on that list of greatest games of all time. <laughs> yeah, with every other game. Yeah. Um, but it's also just like, it's just such its own, like, thing. You know what I'm saying? It's just like, in comparison to all the other games that we're talking about, it's just so sandbox like minecraft is just minecraft i don't know how else to describe it like other than it's a sandbox which says essentially nothing other than choose your own adventure at the ohio state university so um yeah i mean i don't know that is that is a tough one yeah so it'd probably be a little a little rude if you said that chocho's attacking my heel um probably be a little rude if you said that dying light be minecraft but 
I'm going to vote for it anyways. So That's what I'm saying. I don't know what I'm going to pick, but uh, I will continue. So to specify, I am talking about... The Java edition. Vanilla Minecraft. And we'll say effectively the Java edition, even though I've played very little of the Java edition. Um, well, l- let me go through and I'll, I'll talk about like what versions I played in my history with the game as we get to the end. But Minecraft, if you're unaware, is a sandbox survival game developed by... Mojang and published by Mojang. Um, it has been published by so many other things, including Microsoft when they bought Minecraft um, years ago. Um, but the original release back in November of 2011 um, for the full release, not including all the alphas and betas that were out there before, um, is what, what I'm going to mention right now. That we could do and probably will do an entire episode on Minecraft because there is so much information. There are so many different versions. There's Minecraft Realms. There's um, like the Telltale Stories, like um, linear like story of Minecraft. There's different versions there's mods um every update that they've added to the game um i didn't like the combat update (laughs) i actually just barely played it since then and the only first time i played the combat update i didn't know what the hell i was doing so i I got just shrekt by a zombie because i just kept hitting it it's like i'm doing no damage this combat update just makes you do no damage (laughs) It, it wasn't the combat update for me, but I came back one time and got absolutely shrekt by rose bushes. <laughs> oh, yeah, I remember that. Didn't they uh, add, like, polar bears, too, or something like that? Yeah. That's pretty fire. I mean, I, I mean, got to they, give They've that. added... They, uh, there's a lot of good content they I got. I got to give the polar bears the dub on that one. Shout out. Bless up. Um... But yeah, so if you're if you're hoping for like a huge background Minecraft, I'm not going to take the time to do that right now. It is it deserves its own dedicated episode to discuss. Um, but essentially, it's a big block world. Um, like it's made up of individual blocks, so it looks blocky, and each block is like a different like material type. So there's like the at the basic there's stone, dirt slash grass, wood. Um, and then you have like the more precious materials like iron, diamond, um, and stuff. But those are kind of the basics, the the fundamentals of the game. And then you can get far more into that. And they've constantly they're constantly releasing updates. And the basics are that you mine and you craft. Yeah, it, yeah. I mean, truly, that's it. You can you can form so many of those materials into different materials and tools um, and buildings and etc. But you start, chop down a tree, you make a crafting table, you build a house, you get a furnace, you dig it, you dig straight down, and then you do <laughs> you dig straight lying, back up. <laughs> lying, lying down, two or three tall, two over, repeat, rinse until you drain that map, and then you move on to the next one. <laughs> Depending on what version you're on. If you're on the PC, you're if you ever drain a PC map, then you have problems. Yeah, which I I will I'll get to the PC map in just a second. Um so uh, Marcus Notch person um, is who developed uh, Minecraft originally in Java, the programming language. Um, soon after, he left his job at King. Yes, King of Candy Crush Saga fame. <laughs> That's where he worked before he made Minecraft. He did not work on Candy Crush um, Saga, but... That's why he left. He, he could have. Yeah, he, he he's upset. always coming down. He's like, I will not be a part of this. Um so minecraft 
on on all the different systems so the original like java based minecraft is procedurally generated and all worlds are always procedurally generated um but on the pc it is effectively infinite like you can just continue going in a direction and it will always procedurally generate more map but there are technical limits or were at least originally based on how it was programmed due to the nature um, of the each chunk of map and the offset was through 32-bit integer um, and there you eventually reach a hard limit where it starts getting buggy if you go far enough. Um, so it's not, they've kind of implemented a limit of like 30 million blocks or something like that off of center. So like 60 million in each direction for it to not be buggy, but they've made so many updates since then. I don't think that's really the thing anymore. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it's, it's effectively infinite. Um, it, if you were playing the game reasonably, you would never even come remotely close to those limits. Um, but everyone always wants to see what the limits are and test them. So there's always people I mean, that can. Yeah, there are definitely times where I am just like, I'm going to walk in a direction for like four hours and just start over. Instead of, I don't know why you'd like have like one good pickaxe or something. You're like, can't lose this guy. And also you just want to see, you want to, you want to explore. Yeah. And Procedural generation makes it exciting and new literally every single time. <laughs> and they, they have biomes again that they are constantly updating and adding, but there's like, sandy like desert areas there's jungle areas there's highlands with lots of like mountains and hills um it's just lowlands lots of lows and lows <laughs> um so yeah it's it's incredibly exciting um to play that way the ambient music which is essentially all the music in, in minecraft was composed by the german musician daniel rosenfeld known as c418 Hmm. Um, the music is also a slapper. Both of these games have amazing soundtracks. That's true. Check them out. They both they both rip. Yeah, that's why this is going to be very hard for me to choose. Um, and only because the soundtrack. So, on Metacritic, it got anywhere from a ninety three on the high end to a fifty three on the low end. Ooh, but that was that's because it has so many additions. Though. Yeah, that's the such, iOS like, such version a, got fifty three. Yeah, like. Yeah, that's just not surprising. That's the problem when you release on too many platforms. <laughs> yeah, but the PC one is the 93, the important one, the original, what I'm talking about with this. Yeah, consoles are still worth playing, though. Like, the console ones are still just as enjoyable to play as the PC version. I mean, I I prefer the PC. Once you get used to the PC, there's no point in going back. Um, I think it's easier to learn on the console because, at least in the older versions that I was playing, they gave you, like, the crafting book, which they didn't have for a long time in the yeah. PC edition. So maybe maybe they've kind of covered up with that now. But, like, when I first started playing, uh, if I didn't have the crafting book, then I would be SOL, for sure. Like, it's kind of something that you have to, like, be Googling while you're doing. Well, now, or, well, while, huh, now, <laughs> they have the crafting book in the PC edition. So it's, like, it's much easier. But when I first went over to PC, I was like, I don't know how anyone know how to make a pickaxe, but, uh, you know, two sticks and three iron, we good, baby. <laughs> and it was it was kind of like a rite of passage for Minecraft originally was like because they didn't have the crafting book. It was like you just kind of figure it out. Yeah. Learn. Can you figure it out? And they still have two PC versions. There is still Java Minecraft and then there is Windows 10 Minecraft, um, which is essentially console Minecraft, but on the computer. Yeah. Um, and. The, the the main difference with the console ones is the size of the map because 
consoles are not as powerful and don't have like they have more limited capacities etc like the ps3 xbox 360 version was effectively like 700 something by 700 blocks i thought yeah it was it was very small like just you could easily map it out yeah Yeah, you could map the entire thing and ps4 and xbox one like effectively quintupled what it was on those yeah i think um, it was i think that was about like two two mid to low 2000s by mid to low 2000s something like that it definitely that that's a size where like you could essentially run one world and be fine unless you play a lot yeah where like the the first gen with the 700 by 700 i mean you could strip mine that probably in like a day or two if you wanted to (laughs) you know like if you had the good tools you could definitely drain that pretty quick since uh like the distribution of like where good resources are is like pretty it's consistent among all right procedurally generated so there's good mappings of like where you're gonna find diamonds and stuff yeah so and and there's only like two maybe three biomes in those small worlds so if you don't get the biome you want you just have to generate another world so that's kind of the main difference there um so before its full release in November of 2011, it had 16 million users and had sold 4 million copies. So before it was even a full release, it was already one of the best-selling games of all time. But now it is literally the best-selling game of all time. Fuck you, Tetris. With over 200 million sales, yeah. um, which is just absolutely nuts. And yeah, you've got like Tetris and GTA Five is kind of coming in next with like 50 to 70 million less sales than that like i mean minecraft has just blown every other game out of the water as far as its ubiquity as we joked originally you can play it on anything even a microwave which is true um but my history with it oh i i also i put in my note just minecraft rtx just to shout out they 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 added ray tracing real-time ray tracing essentially being calculating the rays of light and how they bounce is an incredibly expensive traditionally for games and like hardware to do but new yeah. new hardware has created the ability to calculate that and make it look super realistic and cool now they got that ray dot bounce function and it runs perfectly <laughs> i know multi-threading ray dot trace ray dot new, trace dot start <laughs> new, new thread ray dot trace <laughs> Um, you don't even call the thread to run. You just you make it and you just sit it there. You just sit it, <laughs> right throw, it, throw it in the memory the and you're good. Yeah. Um, you know game programming now. Um, RTX, maybe. <laughs> but I did not play the game. A lot of the my gaming history is because of you, Oliver. You're goddamn right. Thank you for that. Excuse my language, but... Especially both of these games slap and both of these games are because of you. Um, Minecraft, I'd always heard about it and I just viewed it as like a kiddie game. Like, oh, like little kids played and ha ha. It's the, like everyone that tells me why they hate Minecraft, it's the, literally the same thing every time. And they're always like, oh, like, I mean, I know this is ju- it's just me. I know everyone else likes Minecraft, but it, I mean, it just seems like a kid's game. It's like, I hear the same exact like five things mm-hmm. every single time. Does it? If you do not like Minecraft, your opinions are not new i've heard it a million times so i mean you can keep telling me i don't care i've heard them enough it's not like i'm like gonna be shook to the core but yes and and maybe you don't like it you'll be wrong (laughs) that's all right um but yeah i mean it's it 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 is a kid's game for sure and also an an adult's game a lot of video games are kids games yeah it's like uh i find that most of the people that don't like minecraft it rarely do people like minecraft 
or don't like Minecraft and have actually tried it. That happens a lot. Yeah. And then the other people that don't like Minecraft are the people who either don't want to like, essentially they just don't want to try to do things, right? They just want to be told. They want to be given a story so or something like that so they can run through it. They don't want to have to generate, you know, things to do or like figure out like what would be fun to do, which I totally understand. Yeah. It's like, it's just, like I said, it's just, I've heard the complaints a million times, but like I enjoy the freedom and I enjoy the flexibility of it and the fact that there's so much thing and like there's so many levels to it. Like it's not just like building a house, like you can get all the way into like, oh, you're exploring like the nether and then you're making like, you know, like railways so you can transfer faster in the overworld and then the nether and then you start getting like redstone and then it's just like a whole new thing where you got like repeaters and stuff like that. So you can like have automatic doors, yada, yada, yada. Uh, Or like I think I tried making this like giant wall that would like pull back so i would like hide my nether portal and then you like oh. walked in you could flip a switch and then like the entire wall pulled back to expose the nether port i mean there's crazy stuff that you can do with it that is way more than like a kid would ever realistically do at it unless it's like i don't know einstein jr in which case he's probably bomb at redstone <laughs> <laughs> so yeah i just it's like there's just i think it's for everyone which is also why it sold so many copies right it's it rated is, e for everyone <laughs> Yeah, it's just it, it it is me a very age independent game, but it is yeah. definitely like it is a personal flavor for sure. If you do not like sandboxes, like I would have a hard time thinking that like I don't know if you didn't want to if you didn't want to play like or didn't enjoy like Gary's Mod or something. That seems like the same type of stuff where it's like Gary's Mod is like if you don't want to dick around and like choose your own things to dick around with, then yeah, you're not gonna have fun. Like <laughs> that's the point of the game. So yeah, there is a driving force. Um, it's not a linear story, but you do get to the end and defeat the Ender Dragon is completing the game. Um, Which is like something that's like not mentioned at all. <laughs> yeah, no, for sure. Um, like you have yeah. to be talking to other people to even know what the end is <laughs> in the game, right? Like it's such yeah, a... Yeah, and then you have to find it. Yeah, it's such yeah. a word of mouth thing. Because like I found the end, like the, I guess the portal that you, or what would be the portal, right? To hop into the end um and yeah i had no idea what to do with it i did not know to take those little ender balls <laughs> ender eyeballs yeah you have to know to find the end portal and then you have to know to combine like the ender pearl with like the blaze rods or whatever yeah to make an eye of ender and then you have to surround the entire portal with that in order to get there yeah and now that i think they have added though a third area right where it's like this is still just called the end, but I, like when you beat the Ender Dragon, now there's like a third area that you can chill in once you beat in the Ender Dragon uh, that you unlock. I I have not followed enough of the. I, there's definitely yeah. Same something. same that, yeah. like like this is this this was introduced definitely after we were playing a lot. So, um, either way, yeah, yeah, we can we can keep going. That's. But yeah, it's so I I thought it was a kid game, thought it was dumb. Um, we were living together at the time. And he had the Xbox 360 version of it. And it's just kind of like, hey, give it a try. I, I tried it a little bit and then got absolutely hooked. Started mining, started crafting. Started crafting. We got Frederico. Oh, no, not Frederico. Oh, the beauty. Um, Rip in peace. Yeah. Those pixels will never be beautiful again. <laughs> never. <laughs> or my pixels will never be beautiful. Frederico will always be beautiful. Whatever pixel them he's living in. But it's a, it's a game you can... You can spend literally endless hours and have fun. Have, have you can play simultaneously, like split screen co op um, with people. There's even some like competitive like multiplayer modes and stuff, which is not something I get into. 
But like I said, if, if you're looking for a story, they now have Minecraft Realms, which is like a dungeon crawler. They've got, um, like I said, the Telltale series. I forget what it's called. It's like Minecraft. Telltale. Telltale. <laughs> um, but they got something for everyone. But now I am stalling because I have to make the decision on if Dying Light or Minecraft is better. And I don't want to. I mean, I... I wouldn't be salty if you just picked DL and then we just had the episode of Minecraft. I mean, yeah, you took the words out of my mouth. I was just about to say that. I was like, I think as far as like what I view, Minecraft is enough of its own entity. Um, I mean, I guess it would make it easy because we can just keep talking about it as it goes up the bracket, right? But like... No, but that's, uh, yeah, I, I don't want to just eliminate it for the sake of the bracket. Um, but I do think for me, like when I'm thinking of a more traditional gaming experience, Dying Light is that. Yeah. Um, but yeah I, I don't want to eliminate it just, just for that. But like. I definitely eliminate shit for the bracket sometimes. I know. I know. I, you're just such a Puritan in comparison to me. So. Pure. Purity. All right. I. Minecraft is a better game. <laughs> or is it, it is definitely a more impactful and more weighty game in the gaming history. And I would put it as superior to Dying Light. Sadly, hands down, even though it makes me die inside with light. <laughs> but if I was you, I'd do exactly what I said. I'd still pick Dying Light and I'd still just make the Minecraft episode and move the fuck on. Yeah, I think it's objectively, unquestionably, like one of the best if not even the best or most influential game of all time minecraft other than dying, bro dying light oh super <laughs> mario 64 60, jesus dmca no it's not dmca if they can recognize our singing that means we are amazing singers um yeah video has been pulled down for copyright infringement I'm so conflicted. All right. I, because this is a brag for me. That's not going to help you at all. Why would that help you at this all? This is the hardest. This is by I'm far the hardest. You, I'm trying to, to tell you so that you have the scapegoat if I said it, right? It's just such an easy. If you regret it later, you're like, I just listened to Oliver. I should have done that. Bam. I'm giving you the bandaid. You can rip it off no, whenever you want. I'm trying to be tough. It's strong, independent man. All right, well, I'm not giving you a band-aid again, so you're going to have to make your own decision. I choose Dying Light. I'll let you decide why I chose it, <laughs> but I'm choosing Dying Light. Um, but don't worry, Minecraft will be coming later in much more detail, so get hyped. I am barely going to talk about my games. We talked about those for so long. <laughs> how, how long are we right now? We're, I mean, it's hour and three minutes on the recording. Holy tits. Yeah, that's why uh, I, I will keep... The good news is I did not write down many notes. I've already talked about both my games, so I don't feel too bad about not talking about <laughs> them a whole lot, if I'm being totally honest. Um, the real juicy is just what I'm going to pick. It is another... Not only is it a banger in my eyes, because it's Hollow Knight versus Double Dash, which is feisty. And then guess what the guess what the Metacritic score is for both... Well, the point is it's they're the same. Equal, yeah, yeah, they're yeah. equal. So even, even the Metacritic agrees it's a spicy race. Um, okay, hold on. So you know which one you're going to pick? I think I know which one I'm going to pick, and it is, yet again, it is a, I don't, 
Well, I, if, if we just want to talk, I guess I can just, I can kind of just talk about them and the most bracket conversation probably that I'll ever have. Maybe it'll happen more often, but since I didn't write down many notes, I'm just trying to think about things that I really like about both games and why I would want them to continue on. So Hollow Knight, the story was really intriguing and mysterious. There was a lot of things that I didn't know and that really compelled me to play the game as well as the, like all of the biomes I really enjoyed, the soundtrack I really enjoyed. Not not like DL level, mm-hmm. like like, but I thought it was a solid soundtrack. And every single biome I went into, I was like really surprised with the diversity. They all felt natural and fresh. Um, some of them definitely felt very unique. Some of them were like, there's essentially a point in the story where, I guess I don't want to spoil anything. There's just really depressing points in the story, right? And so like when you're exploring the world and like kind of realize it's it's all about like, the the world has been infected and you are trying to break the world from the infection and there is just a lot of plot twists and there's like essentially like two higher powers that have like kind of like dueled out for control over it whether or not for good or for bad whether or not for like free will or is it like because essentially one of them is all about free will and intelligent thinking and then the other one is just like we will just keep you mindless but that'll make you happy right because you like there is no thought so then you're happy so it's just it's like a kind of an interesting like type of uh, <laughs> type of story and yeah there's just it's yeah i enjoyed it a lot it was it was definitely it's a very dark game um not only artistically but i think content wise and but it is also it does so much storytelling through so little which i really like because it leaves it's it's like the dark souls games which i'm pretty sure i said last time but i really like how open it is to interpretation i mean there's definitely a lot of talk about like what actually the story means yada 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 mm-hmm. I, I shouted out moss bag last time i think he does the most in-depth analysis of the game um so yeah that's just there's a lot of lot of air and mystery surrounding it probably not to dark souls level but like for a small indie game i would definitely put it there double dash i mean it's double dash <laughs> that's all I, it's twice the fun um the two people on the cart was as i said my eyes game changing mechanic in terms of like a jump from a Mario game to a or a Mario Kart game to a Mario Kart game that was probably the most notable right like you that's the only Mario Kart game I could think that they added a straight up crazy mechanic like the glider's cool but I'm not like the glider's not like changing the whole face of the game in my eyes it changes jumps bro (laughs) you glide like it just it just it's like okay we're just like racing in air or something like that you know what i'm saying it's like it sure feels like a good natural progression but past that i mean the items have been relatively comparable double dash introduced essentially like ultimate editions of the items which i liked a lot made a lot more fun and made me feel like choosing my character was a lot more impactful Mm -hmm. um and also yeah the fact that you can like swap between your riders and then swap between the items right so you can hold on to one item if you get if you're in last place you can get a blue shell throw it to the back person hold it on to it until like the very last minute you're in first place shoot yourself (laughs) (laughs) i don't know why you don't hold it on if you're in first place but yeah you get the point like it's just someone crosses you there we go (laughs) and then you blow both of yourselves up in third place (laughs) zooms fast so and also just i mean normal Oliver video died nostalgia factor. Um, just noticed that. Good yeah, thing no, I, I saw that. Yeah. Um, so yeah, that's. I mean, that's like I spent a lot of time playing Double Dash. Easily spent way more time playing Double Dash than I did Hollow Knight. But that's kind of my perceptions of the two and what I really remember and really enjoy about both of them. So, like, I feel like with uh, now that I've said it, it just makes it harder. Why did I? Why did I negotiate the good things? <laughs> 
Uh, hearing about the 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 thing that I kind of got to give, I guess. I don't know. Just knowing Hollow Knight feels very special. Where the fact that like Crash Bandicoot essentially did the same shit definitely makes to a certain degree oh, with the team yeah. racing. You know what I'm saying? It, like it does kind of make it feel a little less special. I don't know which one, I forgot which one did it first. Oh, Mario for sure. Okay, that's yeah. what I thought because I thought I made that joke in the in in the la- in the time we talked about it. Um, uh, yeah, but did Mario did do it first as always. Third dimension, baby. Who did it first? At least I think. When, when was Mar- the Double Dash released? Uh, I have it written down. So give me a second. Twenty fourth February, twenty seventeen. <laughs> 2003 November 17th yeah this was 2005 yeah right that's, what, that's what I thought so uh, but it does like I said like Hollow Knight I just I really like when I just really I, I like supporting like like indie developer right Cherry, Cherry Games Cherry Studio whatever it is Lord bless my heart for not remembering anything Team Cherry <laughs> <laughs> I mean it was Cherry XYZ XYZ Cherry um yeah, I mean, they just made something really creative and unique in my eyes that, like, felt like I enjoy Metro, Metroidvania-type games, obviously, so maybe that was an easy sucker punch from them for me. Um, but, yeah, it felt it felt very unique and refreshing, where, like, Double Dash was, to me, the best incremental update, I think, so far in a Mario Kart game, which has a lot to say because I think, as a Mario Kart game, that's got to be the one that's up there, um, or, like, the number one. I feel pretty confident saying that. Um Mario Kart uh Wii with the Wii Wheel 7 or whatever added uh the Mercedes SUV so I'd say that was courageous. I don't know. If you if you guys disagree, let us know in the comments. <laughs> um but that's that's how I feel. So yeah, it's definitely a tight one. I'm really the more I defend Double Dash, the more I sweat. I was I was going to pick Hollow Knight for sure. Um but now I'm not feeling as good about it. Hmm. I know. I just feel like there's more to talk about with Hollow Knight than Double Dash. Double Dash, I'll be like, ah, nostalgia this, nostalgia that. <laughs> um, I mean, obviously, a game with a story just has innately more to talk about than a Mario Kart game. It's not like, what's the story of Mario Kart? Get to 150cc so then you can <laughs> unlock the reverse. <laughs> I mean, that's that's fair, but it's I think it's similar, like, with Dying Light and Minecraft. Like, you've got, like, a cool, unique, um, like, somewhat linear story against like a behemoth of minecraft or like just mario kart in general yeah um and like it's it's hard to argue against a mario kart or a minecraft but well it's also hard to negotiate out in my head all the weight that just saying mario kart has right like that just like like mario kart has led i have not played a mario kart that i was like this is bad it's so heavy only the rock can lift it (laughs) He installs Mario Kart on your systems. <laughs> that software weighs a ton. Um, so, yeah, I don't know. It's a juicy one. I feel like for the sake of the bracket, that's why I want to go Hollow Knight. And it's just, it's a good one. I want more people to play it so I can talk to more people about it. So, I feel like my advocation will only inspire. Since Maxwell played it for like, what, two minutes and then it was like, this game Oh, hey. I, I played I, three, baby. <laughs> maybe <laughs> I, I i made i made some decent progress and then i made a really stupid move and got frustrated it was my own fault though it wasn't the game's fault like i was enjoying the game yeah until i fucked up 
I don't know. But yeah, I, I do feel bad getting rid of DD. DD is a banger. DD probably should be top five. If this makes if you feel better, we can do a Mario Kart episode. <laughs> That's Actually, our new cop out. If we don't want to eliminate a game, we'll say we'll just do an episode by itself later. I I don't think that's a bad idea though. It is big enough of a. It's like we could do like a Smash Bros episode, Mario Kart, Minecraft. Like There's just so much to ones. talk about, and like I I I love Double Dash, and I like Double Dash a lot for all the creative things that it did. I did probably spend a majority. Well. I probably spent just as much time, I would guess, playing Super Mario Six or Mario Kart sixty four. I definitely played more <laughs> Super Mario sixty four, but Mario Kart sixty four to me, that game was absolutely brazenly ape shit all the time, off the chain, wowzer crazy. Especially when I was first playing it, like that was just like, what is happening? And why is this baller shit? So, what is this third dimension? <laughs> How did they add this? <laughs> um. So, yeah, it's just, I, I, I wouldn't mind talking about it. Especially, I've enjoyed playing the new ones a lot. Even though I haven't played them as much, they are still incredibly fun to play. Like, I every update that they release to it, um, I always enjoy playing it and, like, you know, seeing what they try to add and how they make it fresh and exciting. Their courses get... I've only gotten headache-inducing, honestly. <laughs> like, as someone who's played old ones, it's just like, man, what happened to Luigi Circuit, dude? It's a We're slightly, going upside down now. It's We're slightly out of shape oval, and now it's like, yeah, there's 18 dimensions to travel through, and you can only see 17 of them. So. And they keep changing Rainbow Road. It's not even original Rainbow Road. They got, like, original Rainbow Road, and then they got, like, Rainbow Road. Yeah, it's... Uh, Rainbow Road's got a crazy, crazy banger of, uh, of the backing song. It's Rainbow yeah. Road soundtrack or whatever, so... Um, I might just take the cop out if you're willing to do a Mario Kart episode. I mean, I think it's worthy of doing. I mean, I hope this podcast continues for a long time. Just so. gives us more episodes, I guess. We'll just nix all the good games now, so that way we'll be. <laughs> yeah, the worst game wins yeah. our bracket. We're like, ah, and Hollow Knight's moving up. <laughs> okay, yeah, I I think I'll just do that. I I feel guilty deleting Double Dash from the bracket, but this bracket is all I think about like us personally as gamers and how we feel about it discovering i I, I do think that you connected with hollow knight um and and like i mean mario kart is its own kind of connection but i think there was a more like i don't know personal connection for lack of better words with you i mean yeah hollow knight was hollow knight was dank dirty nastiness i i really enjoyed it and i thought it was like a really it was also i thought like a really enjoyable um like difficulty like it was just difficult mm, enough mm-hmm. that it wasn't just like I was racing through the game and there was a couple times where I had to get like struggle, but it wasn't one of those things where it's like I am smashing my head against the wall and ready to commit Sudoku because I am so frustrated with it, which I've definitely experienced in Dunk Souls games at times where I'm just like, I don't know if this is fun anymore. <laughs> like I've had that <laughs> thought for sure with some moments of frustration where uh Hollow Knight I thought was it I thought it was a really good balance of difficulty. It's definitely not an easy game. Like, I would not say it's a, a streamliner. I mean, if you're just disgusting at the game or, you know, like I could see some people saying it is right. But some people say Dark Souls is easy. I don't think it's as hard as people make it out to be. But I think it's just one of those games that just takes patience. Yeah. Like my favorite, the thing that I, the, or the comment that I read that I agree the most on is like Dark Souls is just, it's another game and it's just you trying to get through it. So use whatever the hell you want to get through it because that's just, the, that is the gaming experience. If you want to read guides, then read guides. If you don't want to read guides, don't read guides. If you want to watch videos, yada, 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 however you want to approach it. Do you want a cheese strat or do you want to actually try dodging and not being a bitch and using a shield? <laughs> 
Yeah, shout out right there, Called dude. Out. I know, dude. I'm a I'm a I'm a Dex bro for sure when I play the Souls game. So I'm always a Dex bro. That's all I know. So like, if I ever actually do get around to it, like I'm hoping to play Demon Souls when it comes out on the PS5. I I can't think of doing anything other than dodging. You got it, dude. The shields. When I watch people play with shields, I'm like, this game is so stupid. I should have just done shield. Like when I see someone with a shield, just like walk up to a boss and just face tank everything with a shield. (laughs) Just like, why did I play this game this way? This is horrible. (laughs) But that's. I mean, I I like the the challenge to me makes it more sweet. I guess I'm like a what sadomasochist or whatever. But I I like the frustration because it feels really good when I'm then get the reward of like completing it yeah, mastering the mechanic yeah where it definitely feels it just yeah sometimes like it's it's kind of annoying when i don't struggle with the boss you know like it feels good to like beat a boss first time for like a couple of the bosses but if i did that with every boss it wouldn't be as rewarding because then i wouldn't view the game as difficult yeah. right like i want to perceive the game as difficult whether it is or it is not like it doesn't matter in absolute what it is i just want my experience to be positive with it because that's all i'm experiencing <laughs> so uh is a weird way to say that i guess so yeah i'll do hollow Knight. we'll just do a mario kart episode absolute fucking cop out rip and peace double dash never to be talked about again <laughs> other than in the mario kart episode i think it's fair and just a reminder to anyone listening to this we're not going through trying to determine the objective best game of all time well the- is- theoretically the best game is should be the one that makes it on top, right? Well, but we did just nix Minecraft, so that's a lie already. <laughs> but I'm saying it's it's not meant to be objective. It's like it's well, for sure. Yeah, us, yeah, yeah. It's completely subjective how we feel about games, and um, also just giving us time to think about what we're going to talk about next. <laughs> yeah, and it's and it's a discussion. I mean, yeah. more than anything, we're like discussing these games as we go through, and hopefully, you learn a little bit about what we value in games, um, regardless of what um, dark colors, <laughs> difficult gameplay depressing atmosphere <laughs> yeah that's everything i like in games for yeah. sure that's why i play league <laughs> <laughs> also appropriate that both dying light and uh, hollow knight won this week yeah dying light man that game is just the like I, as I, I can harp on the atmosphere all day long that game that game slays for sure literally you killing zombies so that's true hopefully <laughs> otherwise you're getting slayed <laughs> Yeah, well, I think that'll do it for this week's episode. I don't know. Follow us. Where can you find us, Maxwell? Let me tell you. You can find us on the old Instagram, at MoVideoGame. You can find the podcast on Spotify and Podbean. And uh, hopefully soon, coming to you, um, other podcast services such as Amazon Music, Apple Podcasts, um, so get hyped for that whenever it may or may not occur. Where can they find you? You can find me at Maxwell Lewis Gaming on Instagram, at M Lewis Gaming on Twitter. Um, and I am a not tech tuber <laughs> on YouTube. Um, it's Maxwell Lewis Gaming. Um, three words, spaces in between. Um, on the old YouTube, I've been playing through Dead Space. I have a couple videos about tech. Um, one of them upgrading my PC, another one on the PS5 accessory unboxing coming soon to you. Full PS5 console unboxing, but uh, yeah, hopefully you will see the mobile games. And Phasmophobia. And Phasmophobia. Oh yeah, Halloween special. Um, but hopefully coming soon to a YouTube near you, the Mo Video Games podcast on YouTube. 
It's gonna be spicy. It's gonna be spicy. The camera definitely didn't die partway through, so. When I said the camera's dead, I meant the camera's alive and well. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah. All right, see you next week. Deuce!